You don't just start playing baseball and then instantly make it to the major leagues. You have to work hard to get there. You have to have a game plan to get yourself to be the MVP. The Most Valuable Producers podcast is not for the average agent. You can't be average to become the MVP. Just like in the big leagues. You can't just be a one or two or three tool player. You have to be a five tool player to become the MVP. You can make a difference in someone's life every single day in this job, in this career, in this industry. What's your game plan? This is your host of the show, Mitch Gibson. You are listening to the MVP Podcast. Alright guys, welcome everyone to another episode of the MVP Podcast. My name is Danny and I'm co-hosting here with Mitch Gibson, who is the uh, originator of the MVP Podcast. And uh, guys, just so you know, during these episodes, we're going to be discussing indie tech and how to apply it. All right. So very straight to the point there. And and today we have on uh, the great David Watson. Um, and it's actually impressive what he's doing. He, he currently runs an agency. He's on the uh, board for Openly, which has caught fire. <laughs> and uh, he's now started his own indie tech company called Risk Advisor. So guys, just so you know, we're going to get into his background, why he started uh, an indie tech company. And, and then at the end, we're actually going to go through a short demonstration and how this would apply to your agency. And so guys, why should you listen to this today? Uh, these episodes are going to be informative, right? Bringing on individuals like David, who uh, ha- are an agent, who has started his own indie tech company, but also giving you actionable takeaways. So if you're, hey, you're an agent like him, like David here who wants to start your own indie tech company, he's going to help uh, show you how to get started. And then at the end, when we go through the short demo, you can see how technology would apply. So you can take that away if something like Risk Advisor or, or another company out there or would help. So um, let's get into it, David. So what's up, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a good one today. Uh, talk about where are you from? Where, where are you at right now? Yeah, so I'm in uh, just outside of Columbia, South Carolina. Um, I'm uh, in a place called Lexington, South Carolina. Okay. And uh, nice uh comparative to what you're dealing with with snow on the ground uh uh not too bad of weather uh going on over here today yeah no yeah it was snowing this morning it's like ohio is literally bipolar it's like <laughs> one one day literally last week no joke everyone that we're recording this in uh on march 14th but like last week uh it was like 71 it's like it goes from 29 to 71 in a week you're like what is going on Totally would rather be in South Carolina. <laughs> so yes, yes. It, uh, anytime I complain about the weather, I'm uh, reminded by someone uh, when I'm talking to people all over all over the country now um, of how it could be much worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the state it, like it shuts down though. If it like snows. Has it ever snowed where you're at? Yeah, I think the last time it was like two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago that we got uh, our last snow. Um, and yes, we do get made fun of a good bit about that, but. I uh, do like to remind pe- uh, people up north that I-, I saw an article once where they shut down because it was too hot. So it's all about what you're used to. Yeah, that no, that's a that's a good point. Um, well, dude, hey, I'm not gonna lie, your background is extremely impressive. Like you've, well, you've you. done a lot. 
seriously. Um, and let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's just talk about the beginning, man. Like, how did you become an agent? Yeah, so that's a that's kind of a funny story. Um, <laughs> I was actually going to school at the University of South Carolina for okay. uh, media arts. Um, thought I wanted to be a photographer, videographer, and um, realized pretty quick that that's not the path that I wanted to go for. And um, while in school, I actually met my wife, and uh, we actually got married pretty young. She was twenty one, I was twenty when we got married, and. One of the things that when having a conversation with my father-in-law, he's like, well, if you're going to marry my daughter, you need a real job. And um, working full time at uh, good old Chick-fil-A wasn't uh, wasn't good enough for him. So I actually had a buddy of mine. Uh, his name is Jeremy Powers. Um, he's making his his way through the circuits now and um, great guy. And uh, he's like, hey, like I just started this, uh, started at Allstate, uh, got my license, went to a week long class. You don't need a degree. You should give it a shot. So um, got started, uh, got licensed and, uh, first couple of years of my career was bounced around a couple of different state farm agents and, uh, spent time at all state and farm bureau before, uh, eventually, um, opening up my own independent agency. Awesome, man. How was that a captive experience? Uh, not, I, it, I mean, it was good experience, but just because it, it working with a couple of different agents, working with, um, a couple of different companies, I will say this state farm, um, they do a great job on training. Um, and they've, they've obviously got that down. Um, but, uh, there's, there's no way I would ever go back to that situation. And, um, I wish, uh, I wish I had handed out a couple of resumes to some independent agents when I first got started, but, um, Hey, it still, it still led me to where I needed to be. So, um, it, it ended up working out in the long run. No. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I, it's actually what I've always heard that um, the training's wonderful on the captive side, yep. but then like you go, you're a couple years into it, and then you go like, it's like you you see this light, and you're like, wait, I need to transfer. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you started your own agency, right? Yep. So 2016, two months after the birth of my first daughter. Um, started a scratch independent agency, uh, uh, name of the agency was Blue Lake Insurance and, um, started, started up, uh, got some help from uh, smart choice. That was the aggregator that I chose and, um, went, went about that for about two years, uh, before eventually, uh, being, or being acquired, merged, whatever you want to call it with, uh, where I'm at now as a partner at Mappus Insurance. Oh yeah. Okay. Mappus Insurance now. So you, yep. you been through the whole ropes of like starting an agency from scratch and then being acquired to a, an, an established agency for, for some time. Right. Yep. Yeah. That, uh, that merger acquisition, uh, took place in 2018. So going on uh five years over there. Okay. Well, let's talk about that real quick yep. because, you know, again, guys, we focus here on younger professionals, younger agents, right. And it's not only technology, but in your case, David, like, Hey, I'm a younger agent. Um, like what's like two to three things that you wish you would have done differently yeah. when you started? Yeah, I think when I was on my own and uh I was trying to do everything with um trying to do all the cool technology and cool uh voice drops and um texting and all that stuff where um I'll I would get a full 
form filled out, a full deck page, all that stuff without ever actually talking to the client. And when I made the move into the independent world, I was like, okay, I finally have all these companies. And it was one of those things where I just felt like my value was based on being able to provide the cheapest rate. And uh, it's one of those things where first couple of years, it it wasn't great. Um, uh, it, It was hard. And it was one of those things where I didn't know how to provide a value if I wasn't the cheapest rate. And so if someone had a better rate by a couple of dollars, then that that was it. That ended the conversation. And uh, it wasn't really until a couple of years later when I started realizing that, hey, even though I've got all these options, that really what I need to do is learn learn policy language. I need to learn how um, the, these policies can benefit you. I need to learn how to have conversations around uh, getting an umbrella or um, adequately making sure that your your replacement cost coverage is where it needs to be. That I started seeing my my closing ratios go from 25% to 60%. I started seeing uh, my average premium per policy go up. And Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those things where, especially if you're coming from the captive world, the first thing you're excited about when you get into the independent world is I have all these options. I can win on price. And I really encourage anyone who's in that stage that to not focus on the price, but focus on the value, which is what you can provide uh, to your clients to have, have really the best, best success. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Um, So basically kind of just to recap that guys provide value to your insurance Stop focusing on uh, the rate that you provide, but uh, the value that you would provide for them. I'll give you a little quick story. <laughs> My wife and I, um, we got in a, I, I got in a car accident and uh, our, our insurance is through State Farm. Um, and uh, Hold up, through- hold up, hold up. You're on a podcast called Indie Tech, talking to independent agents and you're with State Farm? Yeah. <laughs> He's know, in Ohio. Right? So if you're an Ohio agent who is listening to this well, podcast, you've got dude, a prospect I'm, right here. I'm get I'm getting you. I'm getting to the point. <laughs> but hey, that's a good call out. Um we originally, like I, you know, I'm in the industry now. I don't know, right? I didn't yeah. know. And, and when oh, you're yeah. not in the industry, you have no idea about insurance, right? Yep. It's like um, so guys, yeah, I, I went through this whole process, but I was driving my wife's car, okay, and and so she was the policyholder, so she had to go through the whole claims process. The problem was when I got to the agent is he wasn't very con, uh, con, consultative. Jeez, I can't say that word. Yeah. Uh, he didn't consult me or us how to navigate through this process, and I was thinking about like, Jesus, that's the job of my agent. My agent, yep. I understand you have to go through the, the company and whatnot, Totally understand that, but I wish that he would have been more present through the process. And because of that, like we're changing, like yep. you know, my wife and I, we're, we're moving into, you know, I know a lot of independent agents now. I'm going. <laughs> there agents. you go. There you go. I, I jumped the gun before. a little bit there. <laughs> no, I love it. You're, <laughs> I, Hey, that's a good call out, but uh, I mean, yeah, uh, right away it changed. So, Hey, I mean, guys, it really like focus on your insurance. Like if they're going through that process, I mean, just like myself, you could lose them if you you don't uh, uh, take yep. care of them at that moment, right? So, uh, yeah, the piggyback and in, into the next segment here, you know, hey, you started your own 
indie tech company now. Yep. So like, dude, how'd you do that? Like, why, why'd you even do it? Yeah, it, it really kind of started out as um, just filling a need for my agency. Um, we're, we're coastal. So I'm in Columbia, but my agency's in Mount Pleasant, which is Charleston, South Carolina. Uh-huh. And so being, being coastal, uh, the Raiders, uh, are basically just, um, for auto insurance, they've got, there's a few home carriers still left in there, but it's a lot of manual entry into specific carrier sites. We work with a lot of ENS wholesale brokers on the personal line side and we use virtual assistants and, um, to help us manually automate a lot of that. And it was one of those things where we have, um, we have the, we have this process before, before this, where like we email over the quote request um, to the virtual assistants, we're emailing the quote request over to sometimes eight or nine different ENS wholesale brokers. And everyone in our agency was doing it differently. Um, they're like me, I had like a, a, a email signature that I would just click on that. That gave a bunch of the information. Some were just using, Hey, here's the deck page. Here's the license quote this without any recommendations on coverage. And I was like, there's gotta be a simpler, consistent way of doing this. And it was actually like, I did a lot of demos with software out there um, Mm -hmm. and couldn't find anything that exactly fit what I was looking for. I um, ended up tried building it on 30 to 40 uh, form makers. It feels like before I finally settled on one and um, ended up building it out on uh, this form maker first year. I think we put like 1800 submissions through it as an agency And, um, after that, it it was one of those things where it's like, okay, if I'm going to take this to the next step for our agency, and also I feel like this is something that could benefit other agents, it's going to have to be custom built. It like, we're, we're already reaching the limitations of what this software will do for us. It's crashing. Like we need to, we need to custom build that. And that's where just kind of the, the risk advisor was kind of born from it. It's a lot based on, uh, being a, uh, cons- uh, con- consulting the client with their risk and helping them with all that. So chose the name risk advisor uh, to go along with trusted advisor and um, kind of built it from there. Dude, that that's awesome, man. It, it, that's like the story that you want to hear. Um, you know, talk to me real quick, David, uh, you know, I'm an agent, right. And I have a a unique idea like you do, right? I'm trying to solve a problem for this industry. Can you just walk me through how, like, how would I even get started in doing something like that? Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the first step I would say is talk to five to 10 other agents Um, before you ever build anything, before you ever hire a developer, talk to five or 10 other agents to see if what is a problem for you is a problem for others. Um, A lot of times, especially if you've got had success in your agency. And what I mean by that is financially where you have some money to throw at, throw at a problem. um, You'll see people just start building something that is completely based off of their agency. And then when you get, and not just in the indie tech, but any type of software business, and then they get out to market and nobody else needs it or wants it. And um, so you throw out a lot of money at a problem that's just for you. Um, so talking to others, getting uh, getting feedback from others, uh, making sure it's not just all about you. 
um, and your need um, is important. Um, and then also uh, one thing I did is um, I sat down with and did an all day intensive with a software developer, uh, a firm here local and mm-hmm. kind of just did a brainstorm session of walking through what the MVP minimal viable product would look like. And really when we went to go build that, our MVP was, (laughs) we did a lot of things that we shouldn't have done in the MVP. And like, like, I think one of the things that still kills me that took like two weeks of development time was uh, building in um, a builder's risk questionnaire inside of the home form. That was not necessarily, we should not have done that. And that code has basically been removed and, but it was two weeks of development time at a pretty penny that could have been built, uh, could have um, helped us with something else that we should probably launch with or done pretty quick. Um, But yeah, I mean, those are two things like talk to others, talk to your peers, see what, if your idea is something that um, can help others. I think one thing I struggled with early on was, okay, you don't want to be too, too loud about it because somebody's going to steal your idea. And um, that I I, don't be concerned about that. Um, If you are concerned about that, then, um, you need to check your check yourself and check like where you're going with it. Um, and the hashtag building in public is very popular among SaaS companies on Twitter. And it's uh, something really cool to follow. But and then that second one, like um, taking the time to talk to someone who knows what they're doing to guide you through the process of the pieces that you don't know. Kind of like what us as trusted advisors are there for um, yes. is guiding our clients through things that they don't know um and that we do know dude that's that was wonderful thank you for that it, guys uh another thing that i took from that was he wasn't afraid to fail he mentioned that he had put the uh, a risk profile in an area that he didn't want to and uh, guys you got to get if you're going to build out your own indie tech right you're going to fail <laughs> you're going to make mistakes don't be afraid of that right if, if you have this uh, problem that you want to solve, you've consulted different agents in the agencies in the area, different levels, right? And, and really feel like this is a problem that you can solve. Don't be afraid to fail, okay? Stay with the goal, stay with the problem that you want to solve and, and stay with it. I love that. No, yeah, that, man. And uh, wh- so, hey, are you uh, are you going to um, uh, Indie Tech Showcase? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited about that. It's going to... I'm excited for what Jason Cass is putting on and uh, appreciate him. He's helping out a new, uh, new startup, um, indie tech startup with uh, giving me a little bit of a a pricing plan. I don't know if he's going to get mad at me for mentioning that on live, but um, it's very much appreciative, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. What's going on, loyal listeners? It's Mitch Gibson with the MVP podcast, stopping you in the action of the podcast. Promise you that this will only take a second. Are you a local independent insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Well, look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and do what we're here to do, grow your business. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. Let them know that the folks at the Agency Intelligence Podcast Network sent you.
Dude, that's great. No, talk about real quick, like, you know, you met with him. Um, like, why do you feel as if this is going to be so important for the industry? Yeah, I think there's uh with within our industry, there are plenty of events out there. Like if yeah. you I think someone a couple of years ago was putting together an event calendar and you look at it as a vendor, it's like, man, there's I could be gone every other week and still not touch all of them. And I think there's a lot of great ones out there for that. And I think there's a lot of good that comes from those. Um, but speaking as a vendor, when you've gone to these events and you're in the vendor hall and you're back in the corner because you signed up later, whatever it might be, yeah. it, it can be tough because a lot of those people will go for to hear one or two people speak or they'll go for the community, which as an agent is a lot of the reasons why I go to them. Uh, and then when you go through the vendor hall, it's like, okay, let me grab some free swag. Let me, um, let me see if there's anything out there, but I'm going to talk to, there's 120 in the, in the, in the vendor hall. I'm going to talk, try to talk to 40 of them. And by the time I get back the next week, I've forgotten everything, everyone I've talked to, even when they reach out and say, Hey, remember we talked, well, what I'm excited about with the Indie Tech Showcase is like, that's why it's there. You know, when you're going to that, when you're buying a ticket for that, that you know what you're going to do. And then, so it's all about tech for the independent agent. But then also I love what he's doing with the, the kind of the walkthrough. It's going to walk, you're going to be placed in the piece of the customer journey that your technology is focused on. And so it's going to be cool to help kind of guide you through that real time as an agent's walking through that. So those are a couple, couple of reasons why um, I knew as soon as it was announced, as soon as uh, Cass was kind of talking to me about it, that I'm going to be a part of this and I can't wait, can't wait to, um, to get there towards the end of August. Yeah, guys, it, it's going to be a, a a wonderful event. I mean, just kind of what David said there, the journey aspect of it, when you're walking through the the convention center that has been set up it, you're walking through the client journey okay and then all these vendors are going to be placed specifically at specific points of the client journey so you can talk with them and whatnot but also at the same time uh what they're doing is they're making it to where the other vendors collaborate with each other okay so you know david uh, correct me if i'm wrong you guys uh now integrate with agency zoom correct correct yep so for example a, a product like risk advisor right you can see you you can talk to david here and he can say like hey you know if you have agency zoom we can integrate with that the idea here is to collaborate more on the vendor side as well to add more value to agents okay so um, no, yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, an awesome event, man. So, yep. uh, David real quick, I, I want to show agents here who are interested in risk advisor. Can you go ahead, um, kind of share your screen and do like a short demonstration of the product. And as you're doing that real quick to talk about how, uh, this would apply, you know, to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Actually, what I'm going to do is just start off on our uh, integrations tab just to hit that real quick. So awesome. um, with 
with what we've been doing so far is uh, focus on agent uh, agency zoom just because uh, it seems like most of who are already using our software are um, on agency zoom. Uh, but then also focusing on the Raiders. So we've got PL rating, easy links, and quote rush. Um, quote rush is one I feel like is not um, as uh, utilized uh, when I say that at for integrations. Um, it's not one that you normally see um, uh, companies integrate with. But um, what so what we've done is we've created uh, our integrations around trying to make it as best we can with obviously there's a, always going to be API limitations when you're dealing with API, but as best we can, if you do a full submission inside of our system, you're going to be ready to go when you get into the writer um, or into that CRM. But um, once we, once we get into what we call a risk profile is um, when you start getting into that conversation. So what I kind of coach my team around my sales team around is Okay, when I send you a lead, uh, go in here, fill, uh, you're going to have the the name, the email, the phone number. You're going to know where this piece of business came from, and this t- ties into Agency Zoom. So your lead sources are going to pull straight from Agency Zoom, so you don't have to worry about syncing those on your own. And then um, you're going to know what types of business that they're asking for on the front end. So once you once you get in here, um, go ahead and plug in the address, let our data pre-fill, pull in some of the aspects of the home. But then we're also going to make it easy to jump over to to Zillow list the Zillow listing or do a Google search for the property. Awesome. One thing you'll notice that we kind of lead off with is the discovery section, and everything that we built this around is a conversation. Um, we're not client facing at this point. Um, it is something that the agent is going to be using this software to have a conversation with the client, and. You'll probably notice that I'm going to be very repetitive around the word conversation. I I'm a firm believer that the best relationship between an agent and their client is going to be around built around conversations. Um, yes, it it it's great when there's no friction and you get a full deck page, you get um, you get uh, the the DL numbers, the driver's license, VINs, you get the um, everything you need to go into your Raider, plug it in, get your rate and send them a quote. Um, but I, I really do believe that, especially as things like embedded insurance and um, uh, more of your, your technology pieces that you're using every single day, like your bank or QuickBooks or whatever it might be, is offering up those rates in their systems that the agents who continue to focus on having a relationship with their clients are going to be the ones that long-term thrive. Um, so whether you know the answer or not, the most common first step for a home insurance is, is this a new purchase? So what we've done is build routes. So yes. Okay. Let's go down this route. No, let's go down this route and trying to make it very simple to, um, have the, have a detailed conversation if it's needed. So let's say this is a seasonal home and it's rented. Okay. You need some more information, but if it's a primary home and it's not rented, pretty straightforward. And that's a lot of what we built this around. We're, we're talking about exposures. If they've got a pool with a diving board, making sure that you're not putting this with a carrier that's going to come out and do the inspection in 30 days, cancel it. Um, so that way it reduces work, saves time, and ultimately makes your clients happier, makes your job easier. Um, 
uh, one thing I'll do is kind of skip around for time's sake and put in a date of birth up here for something in a moment. Well, I'll just do that real quick, uh, guys. One of the discussion, he talks about conversation, right? It's extremely important. If I got a new producer, okay, and I don't yep. know, you got to train him on this stuff. He basically goes down the line and makes it as easy as possible to know what to ask. Yep. That is extremely valuable. Yeah, you'll notice that a lot of these questions, even though it's an agent-facing form, is phrased with, how you need to ask that question or if you get stuck, yeah. like obviously as you develop your own style, you're going to know, like, I don't ask this question. Has your home had any updates? I ask it uh, in a similar way, but that's going to fit in with the conversation. But if, if you're, per, if a new producer does get stuck or needs to know what to do next, that's our role. We've built this around. That's awesome. So you got your, your standard coverages, you've got your uh, additional coverages, um, we do build in some underwriting items, um, things like uh, the location of the home, nonprofit, wood stove, uh, fuel tank, round out opportunities. Do you have personal articles? Um, again, uh, or something that I believe is not only the more lines of business that you talk about on the initial phone call um, will lead to uh, higher cross-sale ratios, but it's also going to lead long-term to a higher retention ratio because the more lines of business you have, uh, you talk about up front, the more you're going to sell and everybody knows the more lines of business that you control for your client increases exponentially how long that client's going to stick with you. So um, we've, we built that around like with the personal articles floater. Um, do you have any other properties? Do you own a business? So on and so on. Um, auto insurance is pretty straightforward. We've got the different state specific coverages built in. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, to save time, um, a lot of what we focus on is uh, making it easy to um, reduce duplicate work, even inside of our own system. So like if I filled out the applicant and the co-applicant, that's going to be the first and second driver automatically for you. Um, you've got VIN lookup or VIN generation based on if you uh, if you need that um, for your rater. And then um, I put in the date of birth earlier. One thing that we help with is um, calculate an estimated liability risk calculator or um, what the estimated liability risk might be. So if you put in the gross annual income and the household uh, net worth, it's going to come out with this estimated liability risk here. And obviously each state's a little bit different. Each individual's different, but it's going to put you in a better position than just saying, hey, everyone needs a million dollar umbrella you're going to be able to have a more detailed conversation about your recommendation. And then um, once you get over to the review and send page, if you leave this blank or send this as new business, it's going to be in your new business pipeline in agency zoom. You can also send your, uh, your return or the producer, the CSR, um, the, you're able to send it over to um, over to uh, easy links, PL rating. And um, it, I'll switch over to our demo account to show real quick the um, what it looks like if you want to send it over to a virtual assistant or and or um, wholesale broker. Um, but really, ideally, what we're trying to solve is sending this over, uh, reducing as much at, uh, duplicate entry as we can. So if you're using a virtual assistant with a rater and have to send something to an ENS broker, in agency zoom um, or some people in multiple raters, depending on where they're located, there's four or five, six points of entry that you can 
put in, uh, reduced down to a single point of entry. And that's not even including our Zapier integration that makes all this data available to go wherever you need it to. Dude, that was awesome. I This is so great. At the end of the day, guys, this just makes quoting personal lines extremely easier, okay? Eliminates that duplication of entry, um, which is key as you're starting to scale your agency, right? It's, you can't focus too much time on these tedious tasks. You got to figure out ways to streamline everything. And, and dude, David's on the right track here. So uh, uh, what else are you showing us here? Yeah, so I just wanted to show something that um, by the time this podcast comes out, this will be released is our, our uh, agency proposals. Um, so uh, we are helping you take in all this information and um, why not make it easy to on the back end once you're done and know where you're going to be put, uh, recommending, why not make it easy to generate branded proposals? Um, so, uh, what we've done is, um, we're pulling in all this data from the, uh, risk profile and then things like, okay, where you actually ended up placing this carrier, what that carrier's rating, uh, let's say I quoted it at 500, but it ended up 525 basically guiding you through getting the necessary information that you want to, um, uh, go through with your client. So what that looks like once we, um, once we put that together is um, you uh, go in here, we've got proposals. And now what we're doing is generating uh, proposals based on your brand. So you're able to upload a picture of the house. This is in staging. So there's a couple of changes. So um, it'll, it'll look a little bit better than this once we're done, but your um, the color is based on your brand. You've got your logo, but then you're putting the these main coverages and these additional coverages in front of the client in an easy to uh, uh, view way. Um, if you're doing an umbrella, we've got this estimated liability risk. But then also we're preloading this with three claim scenarios um, for you. So if you're doing a quote bid, which I highly recommend, no matter what platform you're using for that, you can walk through and say, hey, We've got three different claim scenarios here for you, but we're pre-filling those for you. But all it is is a pre-filled text input. So if you know this person has a specific situation you want to, to talk to, then you just put in your own claim scenario um, for you. But uh, right now, that's going to be the home, auto, umbrella. And then we're also generating a uh, good-looking premium summary for you. So that way, when you put your quotes out there, and let's say it's Travelers or Progressive or whoever it is, you're putting out your brand. They're going to remember your brand and not your carrier's brand, which is ultimately going to help with your retention ratio with that client as well. So um, that's hopefully launching this week, which is March. We're March 14th. So I'm um, hoping to push that out to an existing um, uh, risk advisor users this week. And by the time this podcast is out, it, um, hopefully the full release will be done where um, hopefully you find value in the entire package. But um, if you just need the agency proposals portion of this, that will be a standalone product on its own as well. I love it, man. It's like sprinkling a little bit of like what they could have, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. got to give that little bit of a teaser. <laughs> no, that's great. No, David. Well, hey, we're uh, at the end of our time here. Um, dude, real quick. Um, you're in the indie tech world now. Kind of give us two to three other tech vendors. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, 
in like technology for insurance agents. It could be like Calendly or something like that, yeah. right? Um, what are two other three technologies out there that you like, guys, you gotta check this out. Yeah. Um, number one, um, I'm, I'm a huge advisor evolved and Chris Langeal fan. Um, he's been a, a huge benefit to my, my agency He built the risk advisor site. Um, he's someone who has been huge for the industry for, for years now. Um, the, uh, Surprisingly enough, when someone asked me about tech, um, I, I, I like to mention Slack. Um, I could not yeah. operate my businesses without it. Like I'm looking over at my other screen with Slack <laughs> and I've got uh, six different organizations that I'm a part of um, where, and I do a lot of automation inside of uh, Slack, whether it's assigning leads out to a producer or getting updates on a lead or things like that. And then um, something as simple as well as posting Google reviews for team morale and then um, other than that, I would probably say you mentioned it Calendly um, really yeah. helps me out with uh, actually, I'm going to switch that. Sorry to Calendly. Um, I, I've uh, Sorry, Calendly. You're working out on <laughs> switching over actually to motion. Um, I don't know if that? you've seen the the interesting ads that they're doing on it, but uh, it, it's a calendar. Um, I mainly use it for calendar. So I'm still using yeah. Calendly. But what it does is it combines your task and your calendar events and fills in the spots. So like between this call and my next call, I have 30 minutes. And so it's assigned a 15 minute or 30 minute task based on my priorities to make sure that that's getting done. And um, I have ADHD, so it helps me stay on focus or um, uh, in the in the right right zone. So. Um, still love Calendly. I'm a huge fan of theirs, but, uh, um, if you haven't already checked it out, check out motion it's usemotion.com. That's awesome. No. Yeah. So it's like free marketing for these people, but yeah, guys, again, <laughs> like <laughs> guys, this is all about technology. So, uh, David, thanks for your, uh, uh, viewpoint there, but the, Hey yeah, man, absolutely. thanks for hopping on here. Thank uh, you. Discussing your journey, running through Risk Advisor, how it's making an impact in this industry, you know, how it's really, really solving a problem. If I'm an agent, um, how do how do I get a hold of you? Should I email you? Do yeah. you have like a number on your site? Yeah. So uh easiest way is gonna be my email, David at riskadvisor.insure, not dot com dot dot io, but dot insure. Um, and then that's the easiest direct way. Um, if you want to learn more about, uh, risk advisor, it's just risk advisor.insure. And then, um, I'm pretty open and pretty, uh, uh, cons um, consistently involved on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter and Facebook. So, um, should be able to pretty easily search for me on those. I'm, I'm not, not one of those that locked down, locked down my social profiles, even though I probably should, but, uh, um, but yeah, those are some of the easy, easy ways to get in touch. Awesome guys, reach one out. Thing, yeah, one thing I did want to mention, uh, just mm -hmm. kind of your audience. Um, we don't advertise this, and um, it's something that we ask some questions around. But if you are an agent who is uh, two years or newer into the industry, uh, we do offer special pricing for what we call a scratch agent um, with the Risk Advisor platform. You'll you'll get full access to all the integrations. The um, agency proposals when that's launched uh, for a set lower monthly price or uh, set lower paid in full price. Um, so I'm not going to throw that pricing out um, for the exact details of it, but 
Um, just know that if you are someone who is looking for some help um, in the first couple of years of your agency, because I know how hard those first couple of years are, we do offer some uh, special pricing for those agents. Yeah, well, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> just, just reach out, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. So, dude, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, hey, guys, uh, at the end of the day, we're discussing indie tech and you know how it'll help your agency. So, hey, thanks for listening here today and catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.